0: another new week it's another day and uh, it's another show so hope you all are doing well hope you all are keeping safe and hope your families are safe as well Uh, so how are you guys doing how are you guys managing with this strange new era that we have uh, encountered uh, I must admit that uh, this is uh, this whole quarantine slash lockdown thing that we're going through. It's uh, leaving me with a rather strange feeling. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to describe. And uh, it's hard to imagine us going back to normal, uh, you know, with our regular sort of way with this massive pandemic that's uh, that's going on and uh i don't know man uh i don't know if uh, i don't know if things will actually be back to normal i don't know what do you think how are things going on in, in your end of the world how um how are you coping how are you managing what are you up to uh, I'm sure most of you guys have uh, little projects here and there going on and uh, I've managed to, to catch a, uh, quite a few of the projects that uh, guys have been busy with and um, you know, uh, lately in this past week I haven't seen much new projects uh, coming out uh, or guys working on. Um, and i and i think it's it's more because uh, we're not able to to get all of this little this little rc necessities that we that we are looking for so um it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting gonna be very very interesting to see how we manage with things um yeah, so I have a few uh, exciting topics that uh, I'd love to uh, share with you guys, and uh, I hope you we're gonna get some input from you all, and uh, I hope you're gonna enjoy the show. I'm trying to uh, make it a little bit more, um, a little bit more interesting, a little bit more uh, fresh. I'm trying to keep the content. as as fresh as possible, of course Um, and then we'll see from there Hmm. so I've been wanting to try and get more people um, more people to join it first however it's a little bit quiet at the moment so I don't know. Well, let's just go for it. Uh, so I wanted to talk about the new... There's a steady... uh, uh a steady growth of, of newbies, of uh, new guys uh, entering the whole uh, drift scene uh, at the moment, which is very, very encouraging. So this means that uh, the hobby is growing, which means we have a larger uh, community to work with and uh, a larger community group of uh, drifters keeping the hobby alive which is which is absolutely fantastic Uh, however i still find that uh, some of our our reactions to to some of these new guys are a little bit um, how can i put it a little bit uh, stern and sometimes maybe a bit too stern if we want to encourage them to to keep drifting uh, so I've, I've been trying to maintain that communication uh, with them, uh, that sort of ease, that easy-going communication. So as a rule of thumb, I always ask them first uh, uh, over and above what they want to do. Uh, I always ask them how far they want to take uh, RC drifting. And I'll use a, a typical example of what happened today. So one of the guys posted on... Uh, one of the groups, it was either the world group or it was on the UK uh, drift group and he wanted to get a, a Sprint to drift. Now <laughs> the Sprint 2 in the drift world is sort of uh, looked down or, uh, upon it's a very like entry-level thing and 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 I think we all know about the Sprint Too. but at the same time um, So I asked this guy look the first thing what do you want to do with drifting? How far do you want to take your drifting? And that's always my first question to whoever's asking, like a- advice on what uh, uh, you know, what chassis they want to get, or whether it's all wheel drive, whether it's rear wheel drive. I'm always ask them how far you want to take it, because if that particular person does not want to go very deep into drifting. They just simply want to do it socially, just to uh, just getting together with a couple of guys, uh, be it at a car park or uh, at somebody's house or even even if it's the local track. Uh, All they want to do is just uh, drift socially. They just want to get the car sideways, be it power sliding or drifting properly, whichever it may be. They just want to. That's their level. Uh, of drifting so based on based on that uh, answer then I advise him okay you know what, what you want to get it's totally fine take it put your drift tires on make a few adjustments here and there and go for it and just have fun with it the likelihood of that person Converting into somebody who wants to get a little bit more deeper into the, the hobby is far greater than us pushing for that person to go rear-wheel drive. Yes, I did uh, advise the guy that, look, if you want to take it a bit uh, further, rear-wheel drive is definitely the way to go. Either way, rear-wheel drive is the way to go. However, if you don't want to spend that much and your heart is certain that all-wheel drive chassis, by all means, get it, go for it, have fun. But don't uh, don't take it to heart when your car is not doing what other guys' cars are doing, uh, like the rear wheel drive cars, how it's drifting, how the guys are able to tandem door-to-door and run a train and, you know, stuff like that. So you've got, you've got to also realize that if, if that's a, the kind of level of drifting that you want to get yourself up to, you've got to invest more of yourself, both physically, financially, and mentally. You've got to invest in, in the hobby. Um, and it's the same with any hobby that you do. Uh, in order for you to do it well, and do it to a point where you are really enjoying yourself, you've got to invest in it, in whichever way and manner. So, uh, however, with all that being said, I think it's still very encouraging that we see so many of the new guys coming in and, uh, and, you know, and uh, joining in the hobby, which is absolutely awesome so well done to all you guys for for wanting to to get into drifting for taking that step into uh drifting um so yeah that pretty much covers what i wanted to to start off my my podcast with and um so the next couple things i think is a little bit uh, interesting and uh, particularly this next topic uh, so, for a couple of weeks now, I've been watching uh, this drifter out of uh, Malaysia. His name is, uh, well, his Facebook name is uh, Zulfadli Ahmed, Uh And I believe he's from uh, Malaysia. So, uh, I do believe he's uh, he has, you know, your regular proper uh, drift chassis. But what really interested me about this guy is he's taken the uh, very basic very very basic uh, HSP Flying Fish chassis and he's done a little bit of uh, R&D and put some time and effort into this chassis and actually designed uh, a, a rear wheel drive conversion for this uh, HSP Flying Fish now with that being said, and from what I've seen, it's just he's basically designed uh, uh, the front, a whole front uh, suspension, and a whole front some uh, geometry for the uh, for the flying fish. So obviously, this allows you to get more lock, and will give it greater control in terms of uh, rear wheel drive. Um I am still a bit uh how can I put it uh, I, I'm not quite convinced about uh, this this little conversion kit that that he has uh, going on Um I've seen a, a couple of well yeah and by a couple I mean I've literally seen like two running videos and I will admit that yes it, it is running HSP Rear wheel drive with his uh, conversion, uh, rear wheel drive conversion parts on it, it it does drift. Uh, I can't uh, I can't deny that. But uh, does it drift well? Uh, that's, that's a bit hard hard to say. Hard to give it a full hundred percent yes. Um, it it doesn't. It honestly it really doesn't drift that well. Uh, you will get it around uh, drifting rear-wheel drive, but it it really isn't that that grand. Um, I, I'd suppose I'd compare it. To, it's similar to the um, the year racing uh, TTO two rear-wheel drive kit that's out. So the drive is is very similar. Yeah, it's it's sort of there, but. It'll get you around, but it's it's not quite convincing as a proper uh, rear-wheel drive chassis. Uh, and again, with that being said, uh, I will definitely give uh, credit where it's due for him uh, going out there and making the effort and doing all of that uh, research and development, and um, you know, getting the, doing the parts uh, to get it to work um also uh and if it happens to to interest you he he does sell that con- uh, all the parts for those uh, for that conversion if you just search on uh, facebook search for zulfadli Amut, um you you will find his profile there and then you can message him directly and ask him about it and uh ask him the cost and the shipping. Uh, Honestly I'm not really sure what the pricing is on it. Um, So but uh, I've had a look at a few pictures of it so it's it's a combination of uh, some plastic parts and some 3d printed parts as well. Uh, Yeah man um, I must be honest it's it's not quite convincing but again you know, credit to him for, for doing it, which leads me to my next uh, point. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, now, with that being said, I am not sure if he he went through this whole process uh, as a way of um, as a way of sort of uh, trying to prove a point or whether it's to provide uh, an extremely cheap alternative to those who have like a very, very tiny budget. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just feel that uh, whilst you may want to support him uh, in his venture, I still think uh, you're better off saving that money and investing in a, uh, something a little bit more substantial like Like a YD2 or the MST RMX. Uh, But however, the the choice is yours uh, and you know uh, it's out there for you to decide. Now, which leads me to my next topic. Um, So, something really exciting uh, this fairly new uh, company has uh, has been developing. I've been watching him for a couple of years now and just my luck uh, i happened to meet him at uh, worlds uh, 2019 and uh, they go by the name of team jordan uh, run by my bro asad and if uh, and i'm sure by now you you would have come across this name team jordan with these uh, beast mode uh, uh, kits for the rmx and the ffx yeah fxx and uh, the overdose gum and uh, if you've seen any of those kits you you will know that they look fantastic they work really well beautiful carbon fiber uh, design kits and uh, i know quite a few people who are running uh, the team jordan uh, beast mode kits and these things are, are literally beast mode. Um, so that's just a little bit about that. Uh, in a future uh, podcast, uh, I'll bring you a little bit more detailed uh, uh, info about Team Jordan, the man behind it, and what drives him to do these amazing kits. Um, so because I, I'm following him, I'm always interested in what he's up to and, and what he does so, uh, a little while ago, he did mention that he's working on a little bit, uh, a little something for the YD two, and slowly but surely he started releasing little teaser pics of what he's working on. And the other day, uh, I managed, or oh, it might have been earlier today actually, but I managed to catch uh, another teaser pic that uh, that he put out, and this new yd2 conversion kit for uh well for the yd2 it looks absolutely amazing from the look to the design this thing looks looks beautiful it looks absolutely beautiful and believe me when i say it's definitely one of those kits that you want to have in your collection um, so we know besides uh, Team Jordan there they are already conversion kits out there, there's SPL Made there's um, uh, shoot I just had it on the tip of my tongue uh, there's Kamikaze um, and then you get uh, a couple other companies that produce little parts, Tailslater Overdose uh, Air yeah Racing but uh, to me uh it there's there's nothing quite like this this new team jordan kit that's uh, that's going to be released soon um if if you are if you are keen and interested in one of those kits please go and check out team jordan on facebook all you have to do is just just hit that search button and type in team jordan else you can also search for uh Asad Abdullah Al Mahsiri. If you, I know it's a bit of a mouthful, but if you search for it, trust me, you will, uh, you will find it and go and follow him, and uh, uh, and inquire about these kits. When it's going to be released? Or what's the costing? Because believe me, you, this thing is going to be definitely one of those kits that you're going to want to. Uh, add into your to your collection Uh, and I see he's also designing a new uh, motor mount which allows you like 270 degrees of of movement so you can really fine-tune that that body roll and that weight shift via the motor and uh, I'm very interested to see how uh, what the final product looks like and how it's all gonna come together but uh, at the moment this thing looks like an absolute beast of a kit uh, for you to get. So you definitely, definitely going to want to have a look at that. Uh, yeah, and uh, once again, uh, I'd like to thank all you guys who are listening in and tuning in. Your support means uh, so much to me. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you have a chance, please uh, share the link and... Uh, Let's get more people uh, listening in and enjoying. <laughs> uh, 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 thank you, bro. Uh I will attribute that to my uh, to my teacher uh, and and my mom as well for teaching me how to read Arabic. So. Uh, yeah, it comes from there. So I know, I I know uh, a little bit how to pronounce uh, the, the words and names. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I just want to say uh, again. Uh, I know I've said this to you personally, but uh, I want everybody to know that uh, you know you you do absolutely fantastic work, uh, bringing in something alternative to what's uh, out there already. Um, obviously, there's nothing wrong with. Um, uh, using the uh, the factory parts uh, but at the same time here's here's a guy who's put in uh, a lot of time and effort into doing something that uh, is not his full-time job by the way um, but putting his time and effort into something that he absolutely loves for the people that loves what he loves as well uh, and it, and to, to have gone to that extent producing a product of such quality and design is unbelievable uh, uh, me personally I I wish I you know I, I really genuinely wish I had that that level of creativity <laughs> to to go and produce uh, things like this here uh, and it seemed like uh, my my good friend uh, Vivian from SRC, that level of creativity uh into putting together such a such an intricate product that looks so amazing and adds so much more to your to your car uh it's unbelievable so you know these are the kinds of people that we need to follow that we need to support because by us following and supporting them it it motivates them and it gives them uh, 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 inspiration to bring us better products so that we can further enjoy this beautiful hobby that we all uh, absolutely love Uh, me personally I wish I could support support them all the time (laughs) but unfortunately life is such that I can only do as much as I can so hence if we all pitch in together a little bit we can make a big impact so always remember the the motto hashtag local is lacquer support your locals support your local businesses support your friends and let's keep this hobby alive and keep it going Yeah, I know. Uh, sorry, uh, my bro Young just made a comment. Uh, uh, he made my dream RMX. I absolutely agree. Uh, another friend of mine, uh, Gregory, um, he managed to obtain uh, the beast mode uh, kit for his gum, and this thing is mind blowing, dude. It, it, it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, this kit, and he had his. Yeah, he had his name. Uh, I think, I think he had his name uh, engraved in the chassis. If you ask really, really nicely, uh, Team Jordan will uh, oblige with that, you know, putting your name on the chassis. I think that's amazing. That's beautiful. So really well, well done, uh, bro. You know, uh, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep bringing us all of these, these fantastic products uh, and just making us uh, enjoy this hobby a, a little bit more uh you know and uh, we hope everything works out for the best for for you um so that finishes off my little chat about uh, team jordan uh, if you guys can't get hold of team jordan or you can't find them or you can't find uh, Assad. Please just get in contact with me, and I'll put you in contact with them. Uh, so I I don't want you guys missing out. Even if it's just you, you just want to support the guy by uh, having a look at his products and liking and sharing and commenting and maybe giving some feedback what he can and what he can't do, or what works, what doesn't work. Uh, you know, I'm sure he will appreciate every little bit there. And this uh, and this will help him uh, improve on on the product that he's doing. I know some of you guys have have seen uh, the the battery mount or the the battery clips that he was designing for the, I think it was for the gum, or maybe it was just the battery holder in general. So it's gonna be uh, uh, you will be able to open them with your hand and. Um, you know, it's just a fantastic little addition that you can have to your chassis. And I've seen pictures of it. It looks very, very nice. So, yeah, man. Keep that going. Keep that going, guys. Um, we, need, we need you guys. Uh, we need people like you um, uh, who are able to uh, push the envelope with regards to RC drifting and what's out there. So that uh, for those of us, and I mean, when I say those of us, I mean me, <laughs> who lack that kind of creativity and, and hands-on DIY thing, you know, to uh, do stuff for us so that we can enjoy So keep that uh, keep that going, man. Keep that going. It's gonna be awesome. Um, yeah, I'll I'll definitely also uh, bring the world a little bit more about what you're doing so perhaps in our next podcast uh, I'll, you know we have a quick chat with you and let's give that back to all of the listeners here um so yeah that uh, that ties up uh, my my end on uh, team jordan and uh the new yd2 conversion kit that uh, he's producing and he's going to release very very soon uh, believe me, uh, and like I've said before, it's definitely one of those kits you want to have in your collection. Um, even if you don't use it, you definitely want to have it because this thing is this thing is beautiful, man. Um, I wish I could show you more pictures, but don't worry, I'm working on that. Uh, so in in due time, the the format of the, the my podcast is going to change a little bit. But uh, for the moment, we're just going to keep going till I set myself up properly. Uh, Yeah, so other than that, what are you guys uh, up to? Um, I haven't been, like I've said in the beginning of the show, I haven't seen much new projects uh, coming about. Uh, Me personally, uh, like I've said in my last podcast, I had to stop with my uh, evil... A rear-wheel drive project because the local hobby shops uh, are closed. I'm not able to get the few parts that I need. And it's just little things like I need new rod ends, new ball studs, some, some turn buckles. Um, I need some rear-wheel drive shafts, a couple of bearings. It's really n- not that much. But it's all those nitty-gritty things that I need uh, just to finish the chassis off. And then, and then it's done. And then... It, uh, electronics test and boom we've got another rear-wheel drive uh, chassis so my intention besides uh, getting that uh, that chassis uh, ready is to use it as um, as a loaner chassis for those who don't have rear-wheel drive uh, cars just yet but are quite interested in rear-wheel drive so when I set it up in such a way that it's going to be easy for them uh, to drive and I'll be able to do my thing with my stuff. And then I can loan this chassis out to to people who want to try drifting out or want to try re drive out. And that's really uh, one of the main uh, intentions behind me, me doing that. Uh, and I think that uh, it's important that we have... Uh, We have this kind of, I'm going to say, I'm going to use the word system in place because a lot of the time people uh, like new guys will approach us and say, you know, can I try that out? And we're like, no, I'm sorry. We don't loan out these chassis because we've obviously invested a a good amount of money in them and the potential for somebody new, completely new to try it and, and break your chassis is high and we want to prevent that so it's important that we have uh we have these things in place to allow these people to to come and try uh drifting out because believe me once that person has the radio in the hand and they're operating the the chest uh, the the drift car and they're able to make like one or two bins the likelihood of that person coming back and saying guy please you know what, uh, can you organize me a drift car? Uh, I've had to go with your car and absolutely love it and I really enjoy it. Or they come and tell you, you know what, I really, my son enjoyed this uh, or my daughter enjoyed it and I, I want to get it uh, for them. And, you know, that's what we want. That's how we're going to grow uh, the hobby. And that's how you're going to get people to come into the hobby. So you need to try, uh, for all the club The club owners all there, all the track owners out there. If you haven't already been doing this or doing this kind of thing, you should really uh, look into uh, organizing a a couple of loaner cars and having them available for for people to uh, drift with, especially when we're doing demos and exhibitions because... That's where we get the most amount of foot traffic in the shortest space of time. So to have these loaner cars, to allow people to uh, to come in and have a go uh, with the car, believe me, is going to make a world of difference in growing the hobby. So definitely, definitely look at that. Um, so this leads me to my next question, or rather my next topic, which is the World's RC Drift Championship. As we all know, the last World's was in 2019, was last year. And, and due to some unfortunate circumstances, and I don't mean our current situation, um, due to some unfortunate circumstances, World's was not going to be held this year. So it, there was a number of... Uh, issues uh, surrounding that I, I'm not going to go into the those issues right now uh, but yeah uh, it's left a big gaping sad hole in in the world of RC drifting because I think all of us were uh, were looking forward to attending worlds and to hear that worlds had been cancelled and and unfortunately it's not going to be held you know just sort of Sort of killed us a little bit. <laughs> um, but I am happy to say that, uh, that there's, uh, there's a very big interest and uh, uh, a very big movement into uh, getting world started up again. So the target uh, is next year, is 2021. However, if things don't work out, then most likely it's going to happen in 2022. Which kind of, uh, you know, which kind of piques my interest even more. Because it does leave uh, a lot more of us with a lot more time to save up and get ourselves to Worlds. So guys, this is a very exciting opportunity for us to get to Worlds. And believe me, if you... Even if it's just one time, even if it's just once in your life, you've got to try your best to get yourself to the world's championship. It is it is a place like no other that you will ever experience. And take it from me, from personal experience, uh, you will you will probably never experience anything like going to the world's championship and drifting there, being amongst the best of the best in the world, all under one roof, uh, you know. For <laughs> uh, for me, when I when I got to Worlds, and from the from the time I walked through the door, um, I was I was like a complete fanboy because I was like, this Kim, this Kim, Grande, and. There's Daniel Kristoff. and there's uh, Hayato and there's Ryu. and there's all of these mind-blowing and brilliant RC drifters that uh, we've all been we've been following for a number of years. We've been chatting to for for years, and then finally meeting up with these guys and then talking with the, with some of them and like. For me, it was an unbelievable experience. It's so hard to describe how good and how amazing that uh, that whole journey was. Um, and then I got to meet meet up with the with the guys from uh, uh, from Overdose, and then I got to talk to to Tucker Hero. So, so one of my highlights of the whole uh, whole world was getting to talk to takahiro one-on-one for about half an hour straight just myself and him by ourselves having a good old chat about rc drifting and uh it was one of the best moments uh i could have uh, i could have asked for and um and then also uh one of the biggest highlights uh for me as well was uh, finally meeting up with my Kamua family, Daniel, Christoph, David, and and uh, Jenny, and Daniel and Rob. oh, my bro Rob Nick, and my other bro Asif. And between these two guys, and and all, actually between all of them, they have such big hearts, uh, guys. You gotta, you just gotta make yourself. Uh, got to get yourself to worlds i promise you you will be absolutely blown away it'll be the the trip of your dreams believe me uh you guys got to you guys got to get yourself there Uh, ah i see a few of my regulars are here we got bob and stefan welcome guys thank you so much for for joining in uh it's okay you guys are always there you guys are always around thank you so much for for tuning in and thank you to everybody else who's uh, who's tuned in you guys are absolutely awesome thank you so much for all of this support really appreciate it so yeah um so that was uh, uh world's uh, championship like i'm hoping that uh, it does happen soon it does happen next year uh, but i do understand that there's a lot of work and a lot of logistics and, and finances to take care of in order to make uh, an event like worlds uh, work. So you know when you you know just a side note, when you actually put your mind to it, uh, and you and you just sit down and you genuinely and sincerely think about everything that actually goes into making worlds uh, what it is, you to, to michelle and claudia for the work that they've done uh in hosting the world's championship uh it's a crazy crazy amount of work and just just uh, organizing such an event is is really really uh, something to marvel at so whatever it may be uh, we got to give them that uh, that credit it, it's it's a crazy amount of work and for them to have done what they did for so many years uh, I think uh, it's uh, they, they deserve our praise and our respect for for doing what they're doing um, so uh, I hope I genuinely hope that uh, Worlds happens uh, next year uh, but if not, if it happens in twenty twenty two, it'll actually be a little bit more better for me because I I genuinely intend on uh, going again for Worlds, and this time I'm going to be a lot more prepared. uh, hope I'm going to improve on my position. Um, unlike last year, where, well, despite all my shortcomings, I did manage to qualify, so I am pretty pretty proud of that. That at the very least, I managed to, to put some points on board and I managed to qualify. So I'm, I'm quite happy with that. Um, so uh, with that being said, uh, what are your hopes or, or intentions for, for RC drifting in the future? I mean, uh, what, do you, what do you guys uh, foresee Uh, in the future for for RC drifting uh, it's pretty obvious that um, things are never going to be the same this uh, pandemic this epidemic whatever the hell you want to call it this this ghastly thing that has totally disrupted our lives uh, has changed the world globally forever we're never going to be the same Never, never, never. So, uh, and at the same time, it does concern me what's going to happen with uh, with RC drifting. Because we can't continue to keep this thing going on behind closed doors. Uh, it's a very social spot. It's a very social hobby. And uh, we need people to be there in order to to keep it going and keep it lively, so how do you see RC drifting uh, moving forward in your country? That's that's my question to you. Uh, I'd love to hear your responses. If it's now, if it's later, uh, we'll definitely I'll cover it again in uh, next week episode. Uh, but just to to hear your feedback, like what do, what do you think is going to happen to RC drifting in in your in your country or your town or you know whatever? Um, where I am, uh, the interest is definitely there. I do see it growing a little bit, uh, and I'm I'm doing my absolute best to try and uh, keep it. Keep it going with uh, with the people I interact with, and with the new people I've come to to know and interact with, and um, uh, I like I said, I definitely try my best to keep them motivated as well. So I'm hoping that we reach we we reach safe enough levels so that we can get to the track again. And uh, I'm horribly, I'm terribly missing the track because um, there's there's so much I want to I want to do uh, besides drifting uh, there's so much of testing and and tuning that I want to do and I want to try out and um, I'm you know I, I want to get back into competitive drifting again and and go up uh, against my buddies and and compete at a national championship and a regional championship Um and then I also just want to drift uh, with my friends again. Just just have a good time uh, at the track. Uh, so I'm hoping we reach uh, a point where we're able to to go out as normal. However, uh, taking into account, obviously, the, the safety precautions, the health precautions that we got to take. Uh, but yeah, definitely want to get back into there. Um, I just hope that we reach those kinds of levels where we're able to travel a little bit more freely again. However, international travel, you know, I honestly don't see that happening anytime soon. Uh, It's probably going to be... I don't know. I I, I think it's probably going to be like another year before we are able to travel internationally again. But that's just my my uh, opinion and uh, I don't know how, how you guys feel about that. Uh, okay, so Stefan says, I see a big open event uh, in Europe. That's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm very happy to hear that uh, that Europe is uh, starting to move towards that. Um, I have a uh, I have spoken to a few friends of mine who have been able to uh, get to their tracks with a small number of people drifting there which is very encouraging because this means that um, they still they're still keeping things going so it's interesting okay let's see Um, so Assad says in our country before the breakout we are struggling in growing but hopefully next month we will find a dedicated check this time. And I personally started to initiate contacts with one-in-one drifters to have more audience. But all of this depends on the social distancing rules. We have to hope for the best though. Yeah, uh, I absolutely uh, agree with that uh, as well. A- and uh, I do hope you guys uh, get uh, a permanent check and are able to keep that running. Um. Let's see. on On this side, we do have our number of uh, permanent tracks, which is good, uh, and these tracks are in use, which is also good. Uh, at the current time, obviously, uh, due to our uh, lockdown and quarantine uh, conditions, we're not able to get to the track uh, just yet. But I believe we are. Uh, we are slowly. Uh, Um, how can I, what's a word? Uh, We're slowly coming off the stricter rules. So we're starting to be able to to move around a little bit better, which is very encouraging. And I know the first thing I want to do is get to the track. Um, We have been in contact. I I do keep in in touch with a few of the one-in-one drifters. But uh, in this country... Um, in South Africa, we have uh, guys who are interested in, in motor sport, uh, be it racing and or drifting. They, they're not so much into RC drifting. So uh, as, as big as it is in SA, it really isn't that big way. We have a huge amount of uh, support for RC drifting. Uh, so which has been part of my mission and my journey to um, to give more exposure to RC drifting in South Africa. Um, I'm happy to say that the East Coast RC Drift Club, which is my club, uh, we, we do get called upon to do co- uh, quite a few exhibitions and demos uh, with a few very, very generous people. Uh, one of them being uh, Gas Magazine, uh, they've been very instrumental in helping us get the word out there in in my town, and uh, uh, they always enjoy uh, having us there, and we always enjoy being there because we get good crowds, uh, we get a lot of interaction, and a lot of people who started drifting with us actually met us at those exhibitions and shows or. So that's very encouraging as well. Uh, then the other guys. Well, recently, just before lockdown, we actually did uh, an exhibition for uh, a BMW Supertech uh, dealership. That's not too far from where I stay, and uh, again, that was that was brilliant. That was a, a really good day. Uh, there was really good interaction. Uh, the the manager or the dealer principal of that branch was actually very impressed and uh, you and he was very keen on having us uh, again for more uh, of his open days and stuff so that's that's part of our uh, our style with uh, getting RC drifting out there i don't know if you guys uh, do the uh, you know I can't say that if you guys do that, because I have seen uh, a number of guys uh, out in Europe and in the U.S. doing some uh, drift events uh, at at car shows. I know a few of the guys have done the hot import nights uh, in the U.S. and uh, in Europe. I know there's a there's a couple of events that guys uh, go and and do some demos there which is fantastic so keep that up keep that going Um, hey guys thanks for joining in again Um, okay so bob says yeah we need a big event or maybe more big events in europe to go alongside uh, cross games and italian sideways the d110 world's cancellation has left a big hole in the rc drift world Hundred percent, man. I absolutely uh, agree with you. Even us here in in South Africa, hearing that Worlds uh, has been canceled, actually, you know, kind of hit us uh, a bit hard. Especially for us that uh, that's uh, been there, because when we came back, and um, and we started sharing our experiences uh, about Worlds. Um, I was very encouraged to see the number of people who put their hands up and said, okay, next Worlds, we want to come. So uh, yep. for the next World Championship, you're definitely going to see a lot more South Africans, South African drivers coming in. So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic. I think we're we all really, really going to like it. Um, so just, uh, for the guys that just joined in, welcome to the B-Rock RC show. This is your boy, Bob Rock, and this is a live podcast for the drifters by a drifter. Thank you again for listening in. I really appreciate the support. Um, all my podcasts are uploaded onto my YouTube channel, uh, time to time I, uh, Uh, I upload uh, the link onto the profile so you guys can catch all my previous uh, podcasts there. Please like and subscribe and and share with all you guys. Um, So back to where uh, I was. um, At the moment, Um, I'm actually not quite busy with any RC drifting projects because uh, I am working from home. Uh, And I'm at the same time watching the kids because schools are closed for the moment and I can't really leave my kids anywhere. So I'm watching them uh, and work it from home. So I am a little bit busy, but at the same time, I am trying to make some some time for my RC stuff. The next thing I am working on is my Street Jam R31. So I'm just going to rebuild that uh, and uh, sort of shine that up, add some electronics in there, and uh, get that CS chassis going again. Uh, I think I'm going to be able to do it a lot more justice because I'm definitely armed with a lot more uh, knowledge uh, about, uh, about these cars. And I'm definitely gonna be able to do uh, do better with that with that chassis. So gonna set that up again. It might be a, a bit of a shelf queen. Might be a loaner car. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I will see. Maybe I'll I'll give it to my boy and let him drift it. You know. Gotta keep gotta keep that uh, that legacy going. You know. Uh, and I've got so many. So why not? And who better to pass on? your son you know so it's gonna be really really cool Um, let's see so we've we have been talking a little bit about the future of RC drifting and and what you guys think Um, you know this this whole situation has really made things so so difficult with we're trying to get RC drifting going and growing um, and as some of you have mentioned, um, yeah, uh, uh, having worlds cancelled has definitely left a really big hole uh, in the RC drifting world. I mean, yes, there are really big uh, 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 tournaments around, international tournaments. I mean, there's, there's uh, TDC. Um, there's, uh, the Yokomo International Drift Meet. There's the RCDC, uh, e-drift, uh, championship. Um, there's cross games. Um, you know, there, there's those, there's those, uh, events going out there. But from, from what I can, uh, from what I can tell, and from what I've heard people speak about, they still they still don't quite compare to worlds. Uh, I think there's just there's just something about the World's Championship that that sets it apart from everything else. So I, I just hope that the guys who are working on it, please, fingers crossed. I hope you guys get it together and put this event together because we all are missing it, and we all want to. We all want to be there for, for Worlds. Um, so, I'd love to hear from you guys now. Um, you know, uh, what are you guys up to? Um, any new any new projects that you guys are working on? Uh, I haven't seen too many new projects. Uh, let's, see, let's see, let's see. I, I have seen uh, something from... My friend uh, Daniel Christoph, uh, this guy is like a genius, man. <laughs> uh, so he's busy working on uh, or de- uh, developing his own uh, rear-wheel drive uh, chassis. I've seen I've seen some pics he posted of it, and it looks very interesting. So I'd love to get his his words on that. So perhaps uh, I'll bring you guys more about that in in the next episode. Um, and then in my previous episode, in the previous podcast, I, I spoke to you guys about Oriolai uh, and, and his new chassis. And the intention behind this new chassis that he's uh, uh, going to be releasing soon is that his aim is, f- is to produce a chassis that's easy to tune, easy to drive for the beginner. But when you see the running videos of this chassis, it's amazing with the way this this chassis runs. And uh, it does allow for different uh, layouts so for different motor positions as well. So it, it, you do, uh, or you are able to put it into a, a, a rear motor configuration. And then this thing becomes a different animal altogether, which is awesome. I love seeing, I love seeing this kind of development where you give the end user options to to play around and find a, a setting that's that's more inclined to their own driving style or giving you options to develop your own driving style, you know, uh, and that's and that's a beautiful thing, um, you know, more power to these guys who who go into R&D and do all of this work. Um, and same like uh like with uh, overdose bringing uh the the gum version too. So I think they have uh, taken note of uh the I won't say the importance but the benefits of having that curved rack and a few little adjustments to the the lower arms and the knuckles. so they've introduced uh, new and improved parts for the garm. Uh, which uh, will be shipped with all with all the gums that are that are being produced now, um, and you know that curved rack uh, and stuff. I think that's going to be uh, great. So you know it does it does show that uh, these manufacturers don't just produce a chassis and then lay back. Um, and if you guys, uh, if any of you guys f- uh, follow. Uh, Yodo-san, you'll you'll know from his blogs that he's always uh, he's always developing something on on the gum on uh, at overdose. He's always busy uh, testing some part or testing a setting or researching something. So um, it's very very encouraging. And again, uh, another uh, another manufacturer that's constantly in development is uh, D-like they always they always always uh, researching and developing and finding out ways how to improve better on on their chassis and most recently they produced uh, the multi-link uh, system for the hybrid which is an unbelievable uh, upgrade to the hybrid um, unfortunately for me uh, I wasn't able to get my hands on on that um, who knows? Maybe sometime in the future, I'd be able to get it. Uh, but from what I can tell, and from what I've heard, this thing is is a beast of an upgrade for your for your hybrid. So definitely, if you are if you are able to, you guys should definitely definitely get your hands on all uh, the multi-link. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, definitely need to get yourselves one of those. Um, let's see what else well I've you know to be honest um' I've pretty much covered what I wanted to speak about <laughs> uh today so just to just for the guys that just joined in, I'd just like to recap a little bit um we spoke about the steady growth of uh newbies who are coming into the hobby and how we need to. To take care of these guys, and we need to to keep them within the hobby. And when when they are asking for advice, how how we approach them, how do we answer them, uh, that greatly affects that greatly affects whether they're gonna stay or whether they're gonna go. What I have found from personal experience is that if you are warm and welcoming in your responses to these new guys you they are more inclined to to listen they are more inclined to stay within the hobby and they are more inclined to share the positive experience with their friends so that further uh, encourages more people to inquire or to join into the hobby so those of us who have that uh that sort of uh character in them let's try and be a little bit more positive let's try and be a little bit more encourage instead of discourage uh with these new guys because ultimately uh we can't keep this hobby going by ourselves we need the newer guys we need the younger guys to come in and join in and also experience what we experiencing and enjoy what we are enjoying and have fun in, in the fun that we are having. And when you really think about it, all of this knowledge and wisdom that we are gaining in this hobby, if we don't have anything to or anyone to pass it on to, what's the point of us uh, going so far in the hobby? You know? What's the point of us having all of this knowledge and stuff and we're not sharing it and not passing it on for generations to come? So this is why we need to be a little bit more patient, a little bit more understanding, a little bit more encouraging, and I'm sure we're going to get a lot more guys uh, joining in. Okay, so I have a uh, uh, a few comments which I'd like to... Just, uh, you know, uh, speak to you guys. Okay. So, Assad said, I noticed an increase in buying RTRs, mostly MST, RMX, during the lockdown, uh, which is something encouraging that people are still attracted to the hobby even during hard times. Yes, 100%. 100%. I think MST has actually done themselves uh, a, a really good thing. By producing an RCR. wheel drive. Uh, kit. Because. Um, uh, and I have noticed the same as well. Uh, with the, a lot of new guys. Who want. They want to come into the hobby. But they. They want a complete package. Instead of trying to piece together. Uh, a kit. Um, and perhaps. And this is. Uh, just a suggestion. To the other manufacturers out there perhaps that is something that you guys need to look into for the future uh, into producing a little beginner kit that's completely ready to run and I and I mean completely ready to run uh, for newer guys that's that's coming in because these these some of these new guys that that want to get into drifting and they want to go they heard rear wheel drive is a way to go They want to get into rear-wheel drive. And the only RTR kit available is the MST. However, they like Yokomo, for example. But Yokomo doesn't make an RTR kit. So, for someone who's very inexperienced, to now piece together a full kit is a very overwhelming thing. Because they're going to put up one post on one of the... The uh, Drifting groups And they're going to ask Guys I'm a newbie I want to get into drifting um, I like the YD2 uh, How do I go about uh, What do I need You're going to get like 50 people Telling that one person What they need And this is going to Overwhelm that person even more And it's just going to be such Such a headache Such a mission for that person To get piece everything together. Now, for us who have been around, you know, we okay, we can buy a kit from here and piece together things from everywhere. But for someone uh, who's a newbie, it's it can be a little bit discouraging as well. Because once they hear now, okay, you've got to buy uh, a kit from this store, and then you've got to go to that store to get the radio, and then that store to get the battery, and then this store to get the... The, your electronics. And by the time he pieces together this this car, it's already a couple of months. Whereas if you have a complete package from one person or from one manufacturer, you go to one store, you buy the thing, boom, it's done. You, you're ready to run. So, hence I say MSC did themselves good by producing that RCR kit. Uh, okay. So Bob says. For the future of drifting. One thing he has witnessed in Germany. And maybe it's true for other countries. Is the standard of driving in the last year. Has risen a substantial amount. There are 10 or more drivers pushing one another. And with many uh, coming up under that. He has uh, Sven and Marco and Daniel and Seb and others. The standard has gone Ever upwards in a year, speeds and scale. I think the Japanese dominance might have n- might have not been so clear cut if there was a Worlds this year. Maybe this is true for the UK and other countries, but certainly for Germany. Very very interesting, um, and and to and somewhat, uh, I tend to agree with Bob Day in that. Uh, I definitely agree. Uh, the level of, of drifting uh, is definitely going up. I noticed that even here in, in SA, we have a, a much larger amount of uh, rear-wheel drive drifters than before. And everyone's pushing everybody else uh, to improve. And this is an amazing and a fantastic thing for the hobby. Because what it means that the skill level becomes so high... So so high that uh, uh, you know you you enjoy it every time, all of the time. With that being said, and I know I use that those words too often, but I think now is a time when uh, the the judging needs to. We need to get more people. Uh, uh, in a high level uh, of judging uh, as well now we know we have we have james and there's owen and and timo uh, around Um, those are uh, the only three really big time judges that that i know of i mean there's michelle as well uh, but uh, i don't know if he would judge again um so the reason I'm mentioning all of this is because I'm taking a cue from from Japan, where there's the RCDC committee, and uh, uh, they produce the certified judges. So there's a whole course and testing and all sorts of things that you've got to do in order to qualify as a judge, and I believe even within within that there's different levels of of judges so this this leads me to believe that uh, there's a very high high standard of judging uh, in Japan and with that formation of the RCDC and that uh, certified judging um, I think maybe uh, it's something that we should look at uh, globally you know, uh, maybe maybe there's there's something we can set up to to that kind of effect, where uh, uh, we set up some something similar to RCDC, where people go on a on a course and then they get tested or judged at their ability of judging, and then they are certified to be or you know a or to be a certified judge that that kind of thing I think um, and I think for competitive drifting that would uh, make a much better uh, impact I think that it would be uh, uh, I think uh, drifters in general would then uh, respect uh, the judge's decision a little bit more uh, if they know that these people are certified yes there's always room for error but I think that if we have this kind of judging procedure or judging criteria or judges in general um, I think the, the room for error will be far less and uh, people would respect the decisions a little more than what's what's out there now I don't know. That's just my opinion. But, um, you know, maybe there's a couple of people I can uh, speak to. uh, And maybe we can do something about it. Um, Let's see. Let's see what we come up with. But, yeah, guys, uh, thank you all so much for listening in. Uh, It has been a wonderful show once again. Thank you for all of the support and the feedback um i'd love to hear more uh, more feedback from you guys uh, regarding the show is is the show good is it bad what can i do to improve on it um uh, am i talking utter nonsense you know if if i'm talking absolute rubbish guys uh, you need to call me out on it and uh you know if i'm wrong i'm wrong i will accept it and i will i will improve on it and i'll do my best not to make more mistakes like that but uh, really your your feedback really uh, helps me uh, build a better show and produce a better show for you guys so please you know drop a comment drop some criticism drop some feedback and let's hear what you guys got to say about the show Uh, so once again thank you all so much for for tuning into today's episode of the b-rock rc show Uh, i hope you guys stay well and are safe and i hope you guys continue with your rc drifting projects if you guys if any of you guys would like to collaborate just hit me up if anybody wants to um would like me to uh, give some exposure to your company or your brand or your club or your track or your country or even if you want me to give you more exposure to yourself as an rc drifter just hit me up Uh, i'll be most welcome to um i'll be most encouraged to to speak on it and give you guys some airtime and uh, and so if you guys are ever interested in something like that just hit me up and uh we are good to go um so once again uh keep well take care see you guys soon and just remember i'm 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 watching all of you guys i'm not stalking i'm just merely observing what you guys uh, are busy with so take care guys see you guys and this is bob rock on the b rock rc so peace